Well, hello! Welcome to one of the mini-episodes for Tales of the Shadows. The Sounds of the Shadows podcast and sister to the love child of Emily Collins. <laughs> <laughs> I could change it if you want. <laughs> for this story I'm about to tell you, it has taken me a little time to find it. For I've always tried to look up members of Nathena, Ireland's great band of warriors, because Fionn McCool, the bravest, courageous, strongest, most intelligent man to have ever walked our land, at times can be a little bit stressful. No one can be that perfect all the time. And the members of Nathena, his faithful warriors, each one of them have their own imperfections, if you will, shows their human side. That's what I've always enjoyed. Now, one in particular, Conan McWerna, who's a brother of Gomakmorna, were from a rivalry clan to the Fianna. But they had worked alongside each other and become loyal members to Fionn. Anytime there was a battle, a fight about to commence, they'd be loyal to their leader hero. However, Conan McMuirna had a reputation amongst the troops of Nafiana. A little bit boisterous. Yes, always the one to eat every single crumb of food from the table. But he was also called Conan Will. Baldy. The Baldy of the Fianas. Now, I'm not trying to say bald is an infliction that no one enjoys. But Conan did have moments of when he would rile up the troops in a very unlikely way. For he was known as a jester, known to be if you will, take the mickey out of everyone. But he didn't do it with a good heart. Now, there was a time, a year, when the Fianna wouldn't be at war or at battle, but they'd go out for a hunt. Now, Fionn, along with Gaul Macmurna, his brother Conan, their good friends, Dirma Adwivna, the one with the funny love spot on his forehead, and also Cuelch Macronan, the fastest runner in all of Ireland. And as they went out for their hunts, of course they needed to find a place to, for shelter that night. And they find a home with a roof that's full of what looks like golden thatch. And there's no doorman to protect it, so the gentleman thought it would be a good idea to walk in. And, rightly so, when they walked in, there was tapestries hanging from the wall full of sparkling threads of silvers, even rubies decorating the hallways of this home. And in front of them was an extremely long table full of pigs, full of food and mead and wine. Better than any Christmas dinner you can imagine. But as the men began to look around this home, they realised... They didn't see anyone in. The food was all laid out in front of them. Now, Kielce wasn't interested in the food. He noticed that there was an awful lot of animals outside the land, so he began to run all night to be free as one of the creatures. But Fionn, Fionn began to think, what's all this food laying out in a sparkling home with no one to welcome us? He began to think and talked with Gaul, but before they could catch the eye of Conan, he was head nose deep into mashed potatoes. He was gorging himself on all the gravy he could find. Chicken legs coming out of his mouth, throwing around lamb chops as if they were a part of ammunition for battle. But Fionn realised this was not any house. 
this home belonged to the other world. And where Conan had sat down, he had trouble getting out. Of course, his older brother, Gaul, was complaining, You've just eaten too much food. You've eaten too much food. You just can't get out of the chair. You've gotten so fat. But it wasn't true. Yes, Conan had eaten all the food his eyes could see, but he was still stuck rather tightly into his seat. Now, as this was taking place, the men began to think, how are we to release not only Conan out of the chair, but the two men could not move their feet from the floor. They were stuck to the place. They'd only walked in, they weren't invited, and their feet were royally stuck. So the man, Fionn McCool himself, he began to panic, began to suck on his thumb. How were they going to get out of this situation? Now there they stood all night, into the same spot. Gaul and the men, they were stuck and could not move. Now Conan could not release himself from the chair, so he just began to eat more and more food. He thought, what's harm? But the next morning, Kilcher returned, after running free with all the animals the night before. He says, there's a well about ten miles away. We can go and get the well water and it will release you from your places. But no, Gaul had a better idea. Here, Fionn, that magical thumb you've been sucking on all night. I've been told it's got healing properties. Tell me this, how does a sound of maybe a pint of your blood use to help release my brother from his seat? But Fionn refused. How dare you, Gaul? I thought our time apart, you had settled yourself. You're not getting a drop of blood more out of me. And Kielcher ran away to try to find that well water. But the two men, they looked at each other. They screamed for Kielcher to come back and come back. Of course, Kielcher, being the fastest runner in Ireland, only took him a few moments, and he returned with this magic well water. He threw it on the feet of Gaul and of Fionn, and they were unstuck. But the problem was, Kielcher could only carry so much water in his hands. But Fionn decided the strength on his arms and the strength of his brothers, they could pull Conan from his seat. There, one grab his wrist, the other his shoulders, and they begin to heave. Conan screams and screams. He's never felt pain like this before. He's become unglued from his seat, but what's left behind is more terrifying than he thought. As they heave that poor man's body from this seat, his skin had stuck to the seat. And there, Conan's back was unveiled, all the muscles and blood oozing from his wounds. Some say you could see a spine, but those not judge the, co judge the colour of his spine. For this great war, he was standing, bleeding. But they, could not, they did not know how to peel the skin from the seat. But Kielcher, who had been running with the animals all that night, had found a worthy sheep. Fionn cried, bring that sheep here. And he ripped the skin from the sheep and stuck it onto the back of Conan's back. It stuck from the tops of his shoulders down to the back of his thighs, just behind his knees. And there the sheep's wool stuck to him. There the men, they could flee from this awful place. But thankfully, every year after, the Fianna, they never ran out of sheep's wool. For each year they would shear the back of Conan with the woolly back and would have fluffy socks for every Christmas.